I need adventure and sticks and sticks and adventure and sticks and sticks and sticks and adventure and sticks and sticks. Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I mean a podcast of loathing. I'm Zach. I'm Riff. And I'm Kevin. Guys, one of these days, we're yeah. going to get everything correct on no. the first try Mm-mm. and our listeners are going to uh-uh. be blown away. It's going to be like that Tim and Eric gif where whichever one of them goes, goes, it's a pretty uh, good gif. Okay. Okay. You've seen it. It's like galaxies exploding around his head. Oh, is that like okay. galaxy brain or like no, no, just, no? It's just like the guy doing that. My, MRI my, brain. My brain's exploding gesture while making a face. I yep, didn't. I didn't. Fire. I didn't know that was a Tim and Eric thing. I've never watched Tim and Eric. Well, because it's because it's, everyone has done it forever, right? Like ever since the atom bomb, like. Yeah, the, every, ever since the atom bomb, people have described like, ideas as their mind, mind being blown. blown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wonder I wonder where that did come from. Like, hmm. who do you think the first person to say that their mind was hmm. blown was? Was it IGN? Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they invented hyperbole for the internet. I, uh, I, I got, uh, I tied... So, okay, there's at the bar trivia that I do sometimes yeah. on, on Tuesdays, uh-huh. uh, you, uh, the team that wins... Each individual round of the the whole trivia night gets a bunch of free drink tokens. At and each, each individual round. So like, yeah. So like there's like six there's rounds four rounds. Four rounds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so ten if you questions. All so four rounds. You get yeah. A your lot team gets drinks. twelve drinks. Yeah. I I found it. I was there by myself, which was <laughs> sad. Uh, but I, I I won two of the. I I tied for winning two of the rounds because like me and one team of six people got, got perfect on two of the rounds, and they kept doing these tiebreakers, and. Um, one tiebreaker was the tiebreakers are always like, how close can you get to a, the, Yeah, a, how close can you get to like of, a specific answer? And so it was like, yeah. what year was the word zombie introduced into the English oh. language? Oh, and that's tricky because because neither the Living Dead never actually used the word. You're right. And oh, is it, actually, is I it guess a it new would word become, or is it an old word? Yeah, it would be older than well, that that's, because of the. Well, that's that's why it's an interesting question. Yeah. And oh, so are you asking us now? What yeah, yeah. I'm say? asking okay. you. What do you guys think? Uh, both, both of you guys, and then we'll see. Uh, we'll see who gets a free beer. I only got <laughs> one free beer. I only got one free beer because I was a team of one person. And I said, "Would they have gotten three? And he said, "Yeah." And I said, "I wish I'd known that. I would have thrown the yeah. tiebreaker because I'd rather somebody else get three free beers well, than me you're, get one." You're all about uh, like the John Stuart Mill, like maximizing. Like, yeah, yeah. Utilitarian. Yeah, utilitarian. <laughs> the greatest. The greatest. Uh, the greatest free beer for the greatest number of people. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, so I'm going to say, uh, 1917. Okay. And what, why, why do you, how did you get that specific? Are you just guessing, guessing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, extrapolating from like when I think maybe it was used in some sort of like yeah, thing that, about the war sort of, or something. Oh, okay. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to decide if, if like. The what is it? I I, I don't even pride know. and I don't even know for sure. Real. Yeah, well, no, like what 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 culture was it where that was like a thing? Is that Jamaican or I don't, I don't know? Where that? Well, yeah, but when did it enter English? Hey, it was it was Haitian. Haiti, Haitian. I think. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Does that does that count as it entering English or not? Uh, that's a good question. Dang. Um, I mean, I think it being used in a written English sentence is probably what the okay. dictionary counts. That's fair. Yeah. Hmm. 
You think you think it'd date back to World War One? That seems. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I I'm sort of hedging my bets, right? Because I'm trying yeah. to get closer, right? So uh, I guess I'm, I'm gonna say it... like I'm gonna say the fifties. I'm gonna say fifty-five. Okay, uh, Kevin wins eighteen nineteen. Wow, eighteen nineteen. Yeah, okay. it was that. So my like that's, I had looked a hundred years earlier. I had I looked this up. Um, we and he said we were both like surprisingly close, like oh, yeah? compared to what I don't know if he's done this at other bars or whatever. Sure. I, he better not have been. Uh, but uh, I like I was like, when did? English sailors like encounter Haiti. Oh, okay. And so okay. I was just sort of like trying to pick a date in the, I guess 1800 because I was just trying to get like middle of sort of age of sail where there was still a lot of written records. But but yeah, no, that's a good question hmm, about yeah. zombies. That's a great question. Was it a themed? It, it was so the round the reason that I that I aced the round is because it was a mythological creature. He was like, "All right, do you guys want an art round or a mythological creatures round?" And I was like, "Fucking mythological yeah. creatures is what I want so that I can get every single one of them right." It was pretty good. Were there any of them that you just that you weren't sure about, or were they just all no, just like no? It was one hundred percent. It was it was pretty easy. It was like this monster attacks people when the moon is full. Oh, come right? on, right? So I mean, there's some softballs, but then there was like who wrote the or like who wrote Dracula, right? Which okay. a lot of people don't know that. Um, you had to you had to put Frankenstein's monster for one of them. <laughs> Frankenstein didn't work. Uh, who was the snake haired Greek? Myth, okay, uh, monster, and so I was like, mm. I said, I put Medusa slash Gorgon, which was the answer, Medusa or the Gorgon, okay, but I didn't get any bonus points for having both. Uh, what island was the Minotaur on? Crete, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they weren't they weren't that hard. These are not. Yeah, this is no. This it's real. Is, this is real softballs for people our, our for people who've been, yeah. who've been researching shit like that for their for, entire careers. Right. Um, pretty good. That's cool. Uh, the other one was the other tiebreaker I lost real hard because it was how many women did Don Draper sleep with on camera? On camera. Like not on camera. Like how many women did you like did 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 it appear that oh. he had like had sex with that you it, saw during the show? During the entire run of the show, yeah. And I thought maybe it was like a trick question, so I guessed six. Cause I feel like I watched the first two seasons and he only slept with like three people. Yeah, but I would say it was probably two to three a season. Okay. So I'm gonna. I would have said closer to like fifteen because he sort of had that same side gal, the like bohemian lady, for the first couple seasons. Uh, no. And then there was maybe one other one other random gal from the from the steno pool. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't remember much about it. And what was the right answer? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. yeah. The, he had done one previously. Was how many drinks did he oh, have? God. And that was only like one hundred and twenty or something. Okay. Yeah. Which that seems like fewer That's than a one per episode. Tedious bit of data collection. <laughs> I'm guessing that somebody on the internet just did it, and he sure. took their word for it. Yeah. So. Anyway, bar trivia is fun, especially because the bar trivia at this bar is is like easy enough that. That me or me and one other person can often you win. and team of five people. So, can win. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's like normal. Sometimes you'll go to a bar trivia and you there'll be like really prepared groups yeah. of really intense people there, and this bar just doesn't have that. And I'm not going to say right. what bar it is because I don't want a bunch <laughs> of really intense, really prepared groups to show up. For what? Um, why did you only get one drink token? It's just based on team size. That seems. I know it seems pretty really chicken shit. Unfair. I was like, I would just give them away. Like maybe he has to pay for the drink tokens. In which case, fine. That seems also bad. Yeah, I don't know that that's true, but anyway, they they might. It might be the situation where they they can't give you more than two beers at a time. 
<laughs> okay, right. Could I just have one giant drink token? Yeah. <laughs> you can you can have a 32 ounce drink token. Remember when they had to um at at the pa- yeah. when the pasty company first opened, they were selling beers that it turned out were too large to be legal to sell. Yeah. It's pretty it's like good. Like 30, 36 ounces yeah. and they had to they had to get smaller cuz basically you're not allowed to serve a pitcher of beer to a single person. And I think it was anything over. Can you serve two pitchers to two people? No. Nope. Can you serve two pitchers to one really tall person in a trench coat? <laughs> How do people pretend to be more people than they are? That's people pretending to be fewer people than they are. Right. Could you serve a pitcher of beer to like a guy in a horse costume where the back half of the horse costume was secretly being operated by a system of pulleys? Well, what about what about like a, you and a set of funhouse mirrors? <laughs> okay. Just carrying around your own weird uh, kaleidoscope. Yep. Yep. Yeah, here, put these glasses on. Now, can I have six beers? Kaleidoscope Johnny, they call me. Can we have six beers? Yeah, can we? There you, ah, fuck. <laughs> You're terrible at this. Riff, what would you do if you were trying to pretend to be multiple people? Um, does it count if I like, like, try and arrange uh, recordings that would that would phone in from other locations? Like do I'm like talking a, to you at the office and here at the at here at the house. Yeah, the do time. like do like a Lost Highway kind of thing. Oh, I've never seen Lost Highway, but you you could get one of those like sampling pedals, and you could walk in and you say, "Could we have a beer?" And then hit the little pedal, and then it would start looping. Could we have a beer? Could we have a beer? Could we have a beer? <laughs> I guess and then I was again. I wasn't thinking about it for the specific goal of getting more beer. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I was just thinking of trying to convince people that more than one of me existed. The rest of me are in the bathroom. Yes. Call them. <laughs> Call the phone that's in the bathroom and one of me will answer. Oh, man. How would you pull that off? Would you have like an Ard- you'd, you'd planted an Arduino on the bathroom phone? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> however, say- however, that that eyebrowless murderer in Lost Highway does it. That's how I do it. Hmm. Um, do you? Do you think that there has ever been a bar where there is a phone behind the bar that they can use to call the bathroom of the bar? I guess probably. <laughs> yeah, I could see that being something that happens in like a a, a speakeasy. <laughs> oh yeah, like okay. like maybe maybe the bathroom. I mean, if you if you consider that's where the gin like, is being made. Yeah, that's where that's where the gin is being made, or or it phones the bathroom that's in the secret part of the building or something. <laughs> oh, I see. I mean, you could probably call the toilet in your frat house, uh, Kevin, at MIT to flush it, right? Uh, you had to you had to log into the toilet. Okay, you had to like telnet into the toilet to flush it, and that was that was the the most. I, I think I probably explained this before, but for the, for for those who, for new listeners, uh, there was a toilet that was jury rigged to be able to be flushed from the internet. But the way that it was jury rigged was somebody had taken a uh, a dot matrix printer. And just mounted the entire thing to the wall, and then attached a string to the to the like print head, and just sent a carriage return, and that would cause the toilet to flush. Nice. Yeah. Did it? Was it connected to something inside the toilet so it didn't interfere with its normal flushing? Uh, no, I think it was just connected to the handle. So did you wait for somebody to go in there and then flush the toilet constantly underneath them as a prank? Because uh, wasting water is not funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> pretty funny when do you ever just go sit on the toilet even when you don't need to use the toilet and just flush it over and over again no yeah it's pretty nice is it yeah it makes a little wind a little bidet yeah yeah Yeah, well it's sort of a man's bidet 
the suggestion of a bidet, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like that scene in uh, Allie McBeal where she pretends to splash water on her face. She doesn't really want to fuck up her makeup. I don't remember that. I I think I've seen 30 seconds of Allie McBeal and it was 30 seconds where she, yeah, it's really, yeah. Uh, You guys want to take some questions from loathing uh, podcast listeners? Sure. The, The earliest reference I can find to, to blowing one's mind is from like, jazz slang in the 50s referring to okay. psychedelic drugs did I you guess that sounds kind of beatnicky the ingram yeah. search on google or whatever i i, I searched through google books I, i've never used google ingram i don't i don't know that one yet that sounds probably like a more a, a better tool for the job do, do you think that was earlier or later than the coining of amaze balls <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people know that shakespeare actually coined that word man I don't normally get like <coughs> that crotchety about <coughs> stuff like that, but man, do I hate that! You hate, hate balls? I hate awesome sauce and I hate amaze balls. I like weak sauce. Oh, right? weird! Weak sauce. Weak sauce is good. Okay. Awesome sauce. I'd man. Why? I don't know. Is it because it's too many syllables? Maybe. Yeah. What about strong sauce? Amaze balls is is also awkward yeah. to say. I think strong sauce. No. Tough uh, t- no, no, force, just weak sauce. Weak sauce is good because you don't normally it. It allows you to describe something as weak, which you don't. I mean, I guess you could say like weak, like ah, oh, weak. But <laughs> that that's kind of that's kind of gone out. Weak feels like a slang term, like wicked to me, rather than like cool. Like it seems either weirdly regional or dated. Okay. Whereas cool is just cool forever, and the word cool has always been cool and will always be cool. How about hip? Um. I think that's just kind of become a word that means a thing, right? Copacetic? Like, no. I never liked that either. That hey. one's that one always smacked of somebody searching for a longer, more impressive word. Okay. Okay. D- you know, dope kind of bothers me, I think, when wow. when like I didn't realize that you had so many opinions. I just don't I just don't love it. Y- yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> when have I, when has when has anything ever happened that I didn't have an opinion about? It's really it's one of my most annoying traits, Is I it? think. Yeah. Maybe I've just calmed down. I huh. I've 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 learned to just keep my mouth shut. And love that, the bomb. That, is, that doesn't sound like me. No. Yeah. How I learned to stop having opinions about the word copacetic and love the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Fred Levi says, "Does asymmetric regret regret not being able to make games for the Wii U that take advantage of its gamepad and the potential for asymmetric gameplay? The brand synergy is right there." I don't know that we would ever want to make, I mean, I get that this is a joke question, but I don't know that we would ever want to make like a, just a console first game. What is it? doesn't feel like our style. What is the Wii U gamepad? Like, why is that particularly the gamepad? The person with the gamepad can have information that the other players don't have. Oh, it's like it had a lot of potential for, for asymmetric information in gameplay. I don't know that a lot of stuff really took advantage of it. I played. Some kind of game at like a at somebody's house who had a Wii U and there were four people. I don't remember where this was, okay. but it was a game where Mario is like moving around a maze and the other players are ghosts and Mario can see the whole maze, but the ghosts can only the ghosts see the can't regional. see where Mario is. And so you're just like sort of trying to like the ghosts can only see Mario when they get really close to him. And so it's just a bunch of like, huh? I wonder like if that's, the Mario player has the gamepad. So it's that's kind of like Pac-Man, right? Like 
ghosts are sort of moving around their predetermined routes unless they are chasing you. Yeah. But if the ghosts were controlled by people who could not see Pac-Man unless... Like, if... Literally line of sight. If the ghost was only issued the amount of information about Pac-Man that the ghost's AI yeah. has, then yeah. Um, yeah, so no console first games. I don't. I don't think... Uh, Libby says, since you made a kingdom and a west of loathing, what would be the next thing to loathe at? Mm, we could just do every preposition of loathing. Like, um, you know, classic prepositions such as kingdom west. and west. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do- doorknobs of loathing. Mm. I, you know, that sounds like I was just looking at things in the room, but I wasn't. There's no doorknobs visible from where I am. Okay. Uh, we might change it up so that it's not something of loathing. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, I Dif- think that's, different preposition. I think that's my. Oh, plan. okay, yeah. okay. That's that's how you that's how you thought prepositions. Moons over my loathing. <laughs> oh, that'd be a pretty good uh, name for a space game. Oh yeah. It's not probably not. <laughs> moons moons over John Hammy. Um, did you ever eat a moons over my Hammy? I did. Was it good? It was. So. Yeah. I was always just like a bacon and eggs. Did you ever have a Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity? No, I breakfast? never did have a Rudy Tootie. We didn't have an IHOP in the town that I was. I spent all because my nobody all my late night deal with that garbage. And no one would. No one would. I don't know. IHOP. It's Waffle House that I really despise. But just uh, in terms of the actual food. Oh, just in terms of the ambiance. The ambiance. The ambi ambi ambiance. Zombiance. Yeah, the zombie. Waffle House is really like seedy. Yeah, and like. Every table is just constantly bombarded with kitchen noise because of the way that Waffle Houses yeah. are laid out. And it's, it just, it feels like a shitty cafeteria to me. Yeah. And it's like, I think it brings up a lot of like grade school cafeteria anxiety and trauma. It's super weird also, yeah. how the, the pictures of the food in the menu actually look like just, just straight up the normal food that you would get instead of being glamour shots. Glamour shots. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can see kind somebody. Of off-putting. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I can see somebody saying, oh, we're going to stick to our principles and do it that way. Like when J.C. Penney was like, you know what? We're just going to not ever have sales or coupons and everything is just a price and you don't, just don't have to deal with it. You just don't have to think about any of this crap. Like we don't have to waste a bunch of time doing this and you don't have to waste a bunch of time doing this. Just come to J.C. Penney if you want clothes from here. And then their sales like tanked by like 90 percent or something. They're like, oh, fuck. Never mind. <laughs> Turns out that thing that seems like it would be a good idea was not. People, people want to buy stuff on sale. I guess, yeah. People want to... Like, people are happier with... We should have, as opposed to, like, when I... We should I, have released our game for $100. Right, with a 90% sale. Yeah. yeah. Just always on sale. For, just there's a coupon in every newspaper for 90% off yeah. the game. Like, fucking Bed Bath & Beyond. Man, just the idea that, you, that, like, every time I idiotically went into a Bed Bath & Beyond and just bought a product that I was just paying a 25% premium because... I didn't realize that there is always a 25% off anything coupon. If you just, if you price the game at $100, you could just set the price by, by having the inverse discount. That's great. We could have just done that. I don't know why we didn't do that. Just always, just, yeah, I mean, it'd be a pain in the ass to manage the Steam sale. Unless you could say, like, oh, it's on sale for 999 days or until I change this. You can't, I don't think you can run sales that long. Okay. How long can you run them? I don't know. I mean, I guess if your game was $100 for a minute, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. 
$100 for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, $100 a minute. That's about right for mm-hmm. a cost Ask your parents game. before you call. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Advice Hot Dog, says Sean, what happened to Roy? I mean, these other guys seem okay, but I miss Roy. Also, why do you only give video game advice now? I guess I want advice on where I can buy some good video games. Well, I would suggest going to uh, the Amazon.com yeah. website and get your video games there. Is or uh, Steam.com digital storefront. Uh, Roy is just in Phoenix, and we never really got the hang of doing Advice Hot Dog remotely. Um, we could try. It might, it might be okay, but... Was, You've, you tried once, didn't you? And it didn't go well. Yeah, it wasn't as good. It's hard to share cocktails. That is true. Yeah, it's, we'd have to both make the same cocktail. And what are the odds of us both pulling off? The, yeah, no, it's rough. We'd have to change up the format a little bit. I, you know, I liked the idea of when I was going to be spending more time in Phoenix, just recording every once in a while. But he's he got real busy. I mean, he had a kid and he went to grad school. And so now he just never even has a minute. Like, we could do... We could maybe pull off one show a year if we really dedicated ourselves to it, which maybe we should. It's an maybe anniversary like show. Yeah. yeah. Chair McClee says, how did you decide on when to publish West of Loathing? Self-publishing, what stopped you from just constantly pushing off the date to get one more thing in? Uh, we were going to run out of money. That's Yeah, that was the, that was the, primary, <laughs> the primary thing. We had, we had a couple of months. Uh, well, because you don't get any money from Valve for, like, we still haven't gotten any money from yeah. Valve. Yeah. So you don't just like slightly nerve wracking, but not, I'm not really worried. Yeah. I see. This is a, this is a kind of, of business patience that I've picked up from you. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm okay with the fact that we saw that money rolling in. It was actually going to be a couple of months until I could get a Ferrari. (laughs) Um, what happened to the solid gold one you used to have? Uh, It's all dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's good. Same, same joke. Two different formulations. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was our sort of like, first people kept biting deadline. it to see if it was real <laughs> now it's just all like, yeah and they they always all like bite the tires and they deflate and it uh and then we had to like we wanted to come out before packs so that we could actually just sell the game packs and we wanted to not come out the same week as anything else major and you can't really release the game in October through December because that's when all the AAA titles come out or something. We we needed to... So we had like a few-month window that we were unsure yeah. of. And, and we needed to avoid the Steam sale because if a game yeah. launches during a sale, it just gets no traction at all and Actually, it's very hard to our chart. First, our first deadline was like right in the middle of the Steam sale. Yeah. Like, well, we didn't find correct. out about I mean, because you can't know about the yeah. Steam sale until close to when it is. Um, but partly like review copies need to go out a month before the game releases if you hope to get any traditional press yeah. uh which we did i mean we were we were like doing what the pr lady said and it was great because it worked out really well for us um but there were just there were just a bunch of factors there i mean yep I mean, but it was it, mostly it was mostly that we were going to run out of money like it slid a bunch like we first, it did yeah yeah we first were going to release in spring of 2016 it took a year longer than we expected it to a year and a half longer in spring than we 2017 yeah and then we just said early 2017 and we even missed that cuz yeah. i guess july 31st would have been yeah. early um but <laughs> so i mean you know so so KOL just like very slowly made less and less money over time we were able to do master swords and get some padding uh to to be comfortable to like hire up the team for west of loathing but paying the team for west of loathing was just slowly 
eating through the money that the company yeah, had KOL left in reserve. Paid for itself, basically. Yeah. But then But all of the all of the salaries beyond KOL were just eating into the company's savings and there was just a finite amount of it. And the yeah. KOL's revenue, though it it trends down, is pr- relatively stable. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of always knew like, well, this is how much time we have left. Yeah, it was uh, kind of kind of terrifying. <laughs> Well, but I mean, all of it, it was the, like the worst, like we knew it was, we how much, it was how much time copies. it was how much time we had left until we either had to, you know, sure. l- like stop paying the people who were only working on West of Loathing and just go back to just yeah, having then, KOL pay our salaries. But then that would suck. And also having like no, no more cushion at all yeah. would have been really scary. Yeah, no, it would have been really, would have been really rough. That's it. You know, it, West of Loathing was a real, I, I don't know. I like. It's easy. It's like kind of a hail mary, I guess. Although it wasn't like desperate, right? It was a it was a sustained, calculated, thoughtful two year hail mary. (laughs) That's Um, how this works, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) But it was it was real important for the company's future that it do okay. It wasn't important that it do as well as it did. Like it's just it's gravy at this point. But like, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you basically just have to pick a date. Right. Or no one will ever feel like it's done. And I mean, there's just, like stuff that didn't make it in, but that like. And we like we held off announcing the date for as long as we could, just in case we needed to push it. Yeah. And stuff like it was, you know, we, we knew that date probably for two months, but then didn't announce it until three or four weeks beforehand or something. Yeah. Uh, Slamp says, when will be the next event, if any? This was asked today. Um, I mean, the Lyle event is is ongoing. What was the world event? I are think we, that will. Are talking about like real event, like that, like will a Twitch thing. Resolve or? and then Crimbo will be the next thing. I don't know if we'll do anything for Halloween. Probably not do anything for Halloween because I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna be, be going to Australia. Exactly. If you're in Australia, uh, come see me at PAX Australia. Yeah. It's Australian for PAX. We still need to get the printed materials yeah we do and i still need to buy plane tickets oh god i know i know you hate you hate my approach to this which is to waste the maximal amount of money by putting everything off until the last minute yeah i i mean look i gotta wait till steam pays us (laughs) before i can even afford this trade like have you heard of a credit card (laughs) what no way that's for poor people (laughs) i've heard credit cards make people poor in america hmm I think it's the spending that makes people poor. It's just the credit cards, which uh, it's definitely definitely their choices that make them poor. That's that's definitely the <laughs> the, the 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 attitude of blue blood conservatives <laughs> like you. Right. Yep. It's... Anyway, yeah, how can, how can you handle well, being such a blue blood conservative? Because everybody a is state? everybody is starts with the same amount of money, and then <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yep. Every, everyone starts with essentially with effectively the same amount of money and yep. the exact same opportunity. Yep. Yeah. And the world treats everyone exactly the same. Yeah. Whether they are in a private school or in a private jet. Yep. Or a private gutter. It's. I mean, if you invest your money wisely, like in donuts, okay. it'll be fine. <laughs> if you invest it in donuts. Yeah. You mean like okay. you roll it up and put it in the hole? <laughs> <laughs> That's what investing means. Yes. Yeah, go take a flying investment at a rolling donut. <laughs> um, Slamp says also, which do you think, uh, which do you guys think is the best and worst class in KOL? Uh, I think Postamancer is the best thematically and Saucerer is the worst thematically. Really? Yeah. Cause Saucerer was the one that I, 
didn't have an idea for and just filled in a gap. Turtle Tamer was also kind of an ass pull. That is kind of fascinating because that's that is just based on your like oh yeah yeah creative yeah, no. I, no one else feels this way yeah. about it like no like no one else can look at west of loathing and tell which things i was like really excited about and immediately had a good idea that came out really easily and which things were like what the fuck even goes here and i dragged out for a year i feel like the accordion thief is the odd one out in a lot of ways yeah uh why is that they gameplay wise, I guess for for the longest time because they only had buffs. Yeah, it was like impossible for like what does gear mean for them? Nothing ever. Right now they do. I mean, yeah, things have definitely changed, but they were they were definitely the ones that like were outside of the system in a lot of ways. They were the they were the like uh, EverQuest bard of classes, the, like, which is could, way less important the less multiplayer the game. You could probably have mapped an element onto all the other classes. But not the accordion thieves. So seal clubbers are cold. Yeah. Post- saucers are hot. I guess. Or stench. No, saucers are stench. Postamancers are hot. hot. St- turtle tamers are spooky. I guess. I guess. Because like ghost spirits. turtles. Yeah. You have said like and the disco bandits are spooky. Disco no, bandits are sleaze. Somebody has got to oh, be sleaze. Sleazy. Okay. I forgot about sleaze. Yeah. So. Yeah, so there could have just been five classes, just only one Moxie class. Weird. Yeah, it would have been great. <laughs> the other Moxie class is in the bathroom. <laughs> Give me ten pairs. <laughs> <laughs> Megama says, "Are you guys doing any mystical bookshelf? Are you guys not? Bleh, are you guys doing any mystical bookshelf stuff anymore? Or are you are, are you out of ideas slash not pursuing that vector as a result of standard? As an aftercore player, I have a lot of spare MP. I'd like to put towards something productive, so a librum or at least something that fills that sort of niche." Is that addendum to the last question? Is it weird that I say niche instead of niche? Niche is a really weird loan word. I'll keep doing it my way, even though it's wrong, because by all means, I should probably be right. I always thought it was niche. What? I think because I heard it said niche a lot of the time, and that's why that like lich, niche. That's why yeah. lich in the niche is the. I think of b- niche as being yeah. like a physical yeah. version of it, and niche is like your oh, your social. Well, that's a notch. Or, so like a breakfast niche. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you carve a niche into your bedpost. Sure. I carve a sneech into my bedpost because sneech? Yeah. Like from the Grinch? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's from it's from just uh Is it one fish, two fish, red fish, blue Are fish? Are those the sneeches? Yeah, I don't well, where did the, where were the sneeches? What were the sneeches in? What were the uh, what were the townspeople in the, different the Grinch? Stars on their bellies. Stars yeah, do they have their own book? Yeah, I think so. Sneeches on beaches. <laughs> we will fight them on the sneeches. We will fight them in a box. <laughs> we will fight them with a fox. Um, we will fight them on the banks. We will fight them with tanks. Did, I saw the other day, this was a question that somebody asked, what is the only non-monosyllabic word in Green Eggs and Ham? There is only one word with more than one syllable in Green Eggs and Ham. Hmm. Man, that's a really good trivia question. It's a good trivia question. Yeah. Because, like, you you can't just run through the whole thing in your head. Right. But then when you hear it, you're like, oh, fucking of course. Yeah. Yeah. I will not eat them here or there. Oh. Yeah. That's good. Okay. That's really good. Um, 
Megamod says, okay, you guys briefly mentioned another part of Fernsworthy's tower, the stairs, and also more Machine Elf content that was supposed to be released. Is that still on the back burner? Thought I'd remind you now that West of Loathing's out and you have a little more breathing room. We don't have a little more breathing yeah. room. Wait, so what I did was I spent the year before the release of West of Loathing just scheduling shit for the infinite amount of spare time that I had after West of Loathing shipped. And now I'm like working on DLC and I don't have time to do anything. Um, so there is more Fernsworthy. Stuff. Yeah. A lot of Fernsworthy's tower is designed like the monsters exist. And I think maybe this, I don't know if the zones have been spindled. I don't does, know if it's been spindled. Uh, a lot of that. But yeah, there that was kind of all just waiting on a satisfying uh, alchemy puzzle. puzzle. Yeah. Riff, yeah. you like to make alchemy puzzles in every game. Alchemy is good. Well, I, just, I mean, I just asked you to make an alchemy puzzle in West of Loathing. Yeah, I don't even true. remember. I think I just... Is it a joke in what in the Goblin Cactus? Yes. Does just anything work? Kind of. Okay. Because I just solved it without really understanding it or ever reading the code. Yeah. So yeah, I don't really I mean, don't look. Don't actually. look at that code. <laughs> okay. It's not good. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, God. You know what else is not good? The fucking weather in San Francisco. Yeah, I don't know when I turned into such a weak sauce weakling about the weather because it's like, it's like 82 degrees or something, but it is miserable. It is like... It's it's bad like enough sort of that there are emergency the notifications going off on people's phones. Yeah, like the last time it was this hot, a bunch of people died from the heat. In the 80s. Was it in the 80s? Or they're in their 80s. I mean, they'd be dead now anyway. <laughs> if they died in the 80s, they would still be dead now. <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah, it sucks. Huh. Um, when, so when do they come back? Negative uh, 80. Okay. In the negative 80s. <laughs> That, so, like, time reverses once Jesus comes back. Okay. Right? Because he has to go, he has to, like, retrace. What's this. the weather like at that point? Uh, I think it's the same, except up is down. <laughs> so the rain comes from below. Yeah, the rain comes from below. Um, it. Mm, You're walking on sunshine. Yeah, and, and uh, eating uh, the ocean. I <laughs> uh, No, you're walking on sunshine and you're dirt bathing. <laughs> What do you normally do with sunshine? You photosynthesize? You're, you're more sure. like turning dirt into energy. I mean, in a way, agriculture is humans turning dirt into energy. Uh, in a way. In a way. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you have to admit that in a way it is that. It's taking energy and turning it into dirt, maybe. You take the sunlight and you use that to like. Make I mean, I of... guess in a way, humans are just devices for turning orgasms into dirt. <laughs> I mean, if you think about the beginning wow. and end there. Um, anyway, yeah, that machine elf thing, I'm pretty sure it's done, right? Like, we just have... I don't even know. I Like, I'm almost sure that I did all the art and I set up the the stuff and handed it back to you was the last thing that happened with it. Was it really? I think so. I really I don't know. Memory. I really that. don't remember. Yeah. There was like a whole puzzle. Well, I don't remember that at all. You remember the thing though, right? Like it was, it was like glyphs on a, on that screen that's in the, did that not go tunnels. in? No. Oh, I didn't realize that that never went live. Well, yeah. I mean, that would be a cool, Update, I guess, now that the machine elf is out of standard. <laughs> it's like, whoops. Oh, yeah. Well, we spent like a, some, some time on that. Yeah. 
Wow, I had no idea. Okay. Thunder Monkey says, hi, salad, salad, and salad. Hilarious. Has it been long enough that you're willing to disclose what fun meant for the one crazy random summer path leaderboards? I don't remember. I think it might have just been the number of modifiers. It tracked the number of modifiers that you applied to monsters, and so the longer your run was with the more modifiers, the higher the fun rating was. But we didn't want to tell we didn't want to tell people that because then it what made sense is to just do the most drawn out like tortoise core day count runs. Mm. Um but it seems like if that were how it worked, someone would have just figured that out. And it might have been such that the progression allowing you to add more modifiers didn't m- allow for a degenerate strategy of doing a really long run. It really was just it was impossible not to have fun. Uh, Psyche. Hey, welcome back, Psyche. I put on Markiplier's West of Loathing Let's Play as a background while I was doing housework today because I was curious about it. His style is pretty over the top, but I have to admit it was a lot of fun watching him obviously getting a real kick out of your jokes and stuff. It was a good way to keep enjoying the game now that I've binged my way through several times and seen just about everything myself already. Zach, in response to a comment you made about Let's Plays in general, wondering why people watch them, I've actually gotten pretty into them as a way of seeing games that I wouldn't have the patience or skill to play myself, as well as extending my enjoyment of games I've already finished. I watched about 50 hours of a completionist run of The Witness, and it was perfect. I got to see how pretty it was and appreciate the jaw-dropping environmental puzzles without getting stuck on all that tedious Tetris maze stuff. I never would have gotten around to playing The Witness, but this way I still got to see it, and frankly I'm glad I live in a world where something that excellent exists. And I've been picking Let's Plays done in French as a way to keep my ear up. You learn lots of good swears that way. You're ever devoted <laughs> fan, Psyche. Oh, thank you. Um, Foreign language Let's Plays are, that's pretty clever. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that is, that is neat. You learn the word for skeleton and <laughs> yep. fuck. So then you can write uh, the, the kind the of, important yeah, the, the kind of fiction that I enjoy uh, in private. Um, Let's see. Did I show you guys that you can, if you look on Amazon for, uh, like decorative skeletons, there are these, <laughs> there is somebody who has made these like porcelain figurines of like women having sex with skeletons that are like not, they're not like something that you would buy at like a truck stop back room like or like hummel a figurines? or like a dildo store they're they're like hummel figurines they're like porcelain figurines but they're just like oh just here's a woman having sex with a skeleton huh. like it's weird because it's like definitely like a it's the kind of thing that only a grandmother would buy but that a grandmother would never buy well like a sexy grandmother <laughs> i told you guys about the christmas ornament that my, like they were go after my grandma died uh, mom and her sisters were going through her stuff and mom brought me this Christmas ornament because she thought of all of grandma's stuff this is the thing that I would like and it was like this ceramic frog that hung from the tree but it had a very distinct like almost the length of its entire body cock and balls on the bottom <laughs> it was just like some gag thing at the ceramics classes that they all took in the 80s The Erosion Seeker says, another music theme moxie class, Music Pirate. Ah, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he could take a little Napster to restore his uh, mm-hmm. his hit points. Yeah, he could go, kazaa and uh, <laughs> cast some kind of spell. He could um, you with a lime wire. A lime wire, yeah, there you go. Yeah, or or uh, if you, if you, you know, if, uh, if, if he needed to steal a car, he could hotwire it. Yeah. But does that prevent scurvy while killing you? Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it prevents <laughs> scurvy for him, and it kills you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I think death prevents scurvy, right? <laughs> does like, it? You, you no longer exhibit any of the symptoms of... What about when the rain starts coming from below? 
Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah, your your wounds might reopen backwards. Mm -hmm. Stigmata. Which just heals. Oh, man, your stigmata heal? Hmm. Mm. Do, do, do. Fire Forever says, would you ever consider making a game based on life after West of Loathing's necromancer ending? Oh, man, that'd be kind of cool if the way that... Because, like... For the, for another game that took place in the same world as West of Loathing, we would probably have to, we, well, we would probably want to decide on a canon playthrough, right? Of how to play yeah. it with a canon. I mean, yeah, yep, yeah. So the pirate game needs a canon playthrough where you play as a cannon, so you don't okay. get to make any choices about where you go. You just yeah. roll back and forth on the ship depending on <laughs> the waves. I mean, I guess you can fire yourself, but only after somebody loads you, and so it's kind of a press your luck game where the more times you fire when they're not expecting it the less likely they are to come and load you if you're an animate <laughs> cannon do you get to aim yourself oh okay because then that yeah then you could like kind of you got that you could quap your way around a little bit yeah yeah okay this is pretty good um so the other thing that we've talked about a lot and i don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole for a lot for for more than like flavor reasons uh, or to rather to more than flavor depth. Uh, we don't want to go too far into flavor country. Uh, <laughs> is if our games have access to the data from previous playthroughs of our game, mm. of our other games, right? So like other if, save files. yeah, if you have a save file that became the necromancer, we could unlock some encounter that mentions the necromancer, you know, Clancy dipshit or whatever you called your your character um oh right because you could read history books or whatever yeah yeah or you could still be alive oh yeah reeking it depends it depends if we do if we do west of loathing 2 sure yeah um benji says what's your opinion on the new pound coin it's not exactly a fucking gold coin anymore because now has a silvery middle now oh i don't like it i do not like that I don't like those silver. coins with the silvery middle. Well, so which middle? Like a, a like a Oreo or like a or like a Euro coin? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would imagine like a Euro coin. That's I do bad. not like those at all. Really? Why not? Why not? Because the a coin should just be one kind of metal. But if you hmm. carry around one of those, you've got a little dielectric in your pocket. Yeah, but what do you want that for? That's like how thermostats work, right? But you can't use it as a thermostat. You or are you just saying that could. having a bunch of coins in your pocket allows you to more effectively regulate your temperature by, say, buying a movie ticket if it's too hot outside? <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I, mean, I guess in a way, having more money does let you more effectively regulate your temperature. You can afford clothes. You can afford an ice cube. You could always go swimming in a giant room full of coins like Scrooge McDuck. You can afford to stand in the rain. Okay. Because you don't have to be working. Um... Fig Feud is Dude says, just wanted to say thank you for the idea of using cheeses for wizard names. It turns out they still sound reasonable if the magic users in question aren't chef mages. It'll come in handy for quite a few tabletop games now. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun uh, little accident of the designing the Brotherhood of Chef Magi. Gorgonzola. No, the League of Chef Magi. Yeah. Because what it was Gorgonzola? Jarlsberg was the ancient hero. That was, right. that was like where all that came from, I guess. Because They all Jarlsberg... named themselves after him, kind of. Yeah. Jarlsberg was a character in a card game that I made, was which was the first thing that I ever did that used KOL-style art, which I had just done as, like, a placeholder. And I said, hey, Roy, do you want to do, do the art for a card game? And he was like, 
uh, you should use that art. You should make something that has that as the art style. I was like, okay, Roy, we'll do. And then 15 years later, I was like, thanks, Roy. Was it 15 years after that? No, no, no. I mean, it is now. Oh, it is uh, now 15 years after that. Yeah. So that was like um, shortly <clears throat> before. Campbell. But but it was so I had also just played the computer game Sanity Aiken's Artifact, uh, which was it was kind of like a Diablo, but your spells were really like systemically generated via trading cards that you found and could trade with other people online. Like it was trying to, and they like sold packs of them too. It was like a weird, it was a very weird game. The main character was voiced by Ice-T, like when Ice-T hadn't really done much stuff like that. But there is a, there is a point where you have to go, you have a mission to like track down this, this guy who's performing at a local, uh, magic theater and ice Q or ice T refers to him as, Oh yeah, he's that fruity egocentric magician. And so I put a character in the card game that was Jarlsberg, the fruity egocentric magician. Okay. Uh, and then that became, that's had such a huge impact on the, the way your life has unfolded. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. He could have just been a different kind of magician, I guess, but then that just led to him being one of the, the heroes of the times of old. Um, I guess I probably just thought Jarlsberg was a funny word in that kind of purple monkey dishwasher phase. You're the only one, Riff, that I've ever heard talk about dishwasher in there. Really? So I think you might have. What's the? What would it otherwise be? Oh, I mean, like when when uh, when Gary and Cole are making fun of that kind of thing, they talk about cheese and monkeys. Huh. I I, mon- I didn't make up the phrase purple monkey dishwasher, but I don't I don't I couldn't tell you where it came from. It might be like a it might be a a, a TV tropes one maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like the flavorless sure. green idea, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, syntactically, it's similar. Nutmeg says, hey there, Jake Riff and Hot Stuff. I have a question. If you could rewrite KOL with a better battle system, would you? Perhaps a KOL 2, which has somewhat more of a focus on multiplayer than the current game has. I've already talked about how KOL is kind of screwed with its system, and I was wondering, if you don't like it, why not fix it? Well, because there is so much legacy content that yeah. would have to be completely changed that just, like, fixing it is not a matter of, like, designing and iterating and testing a new system as much as it is a matter of, like... Redoing doing everything thousands and thousands of hours of work redoing yeah. everything that we've already done. I mean, if we could have figured out an easy way to just say, all right, monsters have mysticality now as well, and we can go through once and decide for every attack, like, is this a muscle attack, a mysticality attack, or a moxie attack? It wouldn't be balanced at all. Like, we could we could probably figure out a way to make it have some, you know, make some kind of narrative sense. Um, you know, and, and it wouldn't be, you know, I don't know. It, it, but it, the, the the entirety of the answer is just it because it would be too much work to retrofit all of the existing content. Yep. Um, uh, Crail asks for a slash wish chat command. It would be sweet and also great. Yeah, that's a pretty good request. I you know something that I need to do. I need to write some pipeline for taking these and being able to click one thing that is put this on a list of things that are minor updates for CD Moyer to do when he. When he gets yeah, time. I'm surprised that isn't rather than feature. rather than copying or pasting. Yeah, I've always just copied and pasted it. But yeah, if there was just a category of these things that Chris saw, 
you'll accidentally do that with something and oh yeah he'll implement some sort of weird right feature. with some of the proc gen porn that gets submitted yeah. from spam bots to the video games hot dog question thing that's probably true uh well i imagine that jim is here and ready to record a video games hot dog with us after dinner so let's do that uh, okay thanks everyone for listening to the podcast of loathing thanks for submitting your questions and comments and thanks uh kevin and riff for uh for helping me host this here this here host shit sure thanks for being a pal Thank you for being a friend. Do 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 do. I I knew the words until you said la 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 la. Travel something something and back again. Yeah. Right. Like uh, a, something in a confidant. Man, <laughs> if I had just started from the beginning, I probably would have been able to recite it. Well, go go ahead. Start start from the beginning. Start over. No no no. It's gone now. It's it's been you overwritten by it. your uncertainty. La 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 la. No. You anyway, have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.